My tongue for no one. I don't know why there's um, feedback now. Feedback huh? now huh? I'm Kevin Chio coming to you as always with my good friend Richard Vasquez. What's going on here, dude? Bro, we're a little thrown off today. Um, so, folks, if you listen to on Instagram the first half of this show, you're probably wondering why we did our intro over again. And the reason is we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, our audio's all fucked up, dude. We don't know what's going on here. Like seriously, we like, used ever, to have ever this, since we got shadow banned. Yeah, no kidding. things are fucking weird. We used to have a guy that came in and actually did our soundboards. Yeah, now, for he, us. now he just tells us the Clippers lost. So I guess they're not going on to the finals. So the Suns yeah, are yeah. going. They're done. Suns are going. Um, Coltrane says uh, Pat Beverly is the kind of guy that takes out pregnant women just to say he knocked them up. Pat Beverly is kind of just delusional. I think he thinks he's a better player than he is. But um, nevertheless, folks, we had an entire first segment where we talked about the NCAA. We got um, pretty in-depth with whether it's worth it to pay athletes or not, how that all works. Um, check out our Instagram live, and, um, and you'll be able to listen to that. But I don't think we're going to upload it. It sounded awful. Um, it was... I don't know what happened. It sounded weird. terrible, honestly. But uh, let's get into what you wanted to get into. I don't know if I really want to get into this, but... Um, okay. It was a topic that happened today. It was breaking news. Da-da-da. da well, That was the NCAA topic, because that's the yeah. ESPN sound. This one's a little different. Um, folks... It's a little slow and drowsy. If you haven't heard, this is not about the Clippers. This is not about basketball. This is not about NCAA. This is about your drinks, ladies. This is about going out to a bar. This is about trusting Mr. Huxtable. Folks. And that jello, jello-y jello. The pudding pops. Mm. Folks, Bill Cosby is out. So I saw a great meme. Freed. It was, it was like, we can't free Britney, but Bill Cosby fucking can be let loose and shit. <sighs> terrible. So terrible. Bro, I saw this and I was like fucking shocked. So what, was a technicality? <sighs> this is the stupidest shit I have fucking heard. In 2005, I don't know what her name is, but the woman who he was tried for uh, doping with quaaludes and raping. Wait, quaaludes are still around? They were in 2005. Oh. Um, 
she went to the district attorney in Pennsylvania. The district attorney in Pennsylvania said, eh, there's not really enough evidence to uh, take Mr. Puddin Pop to trial. Maybe you ought to do this in a, uh, in a civil matter. So apparently during the civil matter to get his testimony, this district attorney gave some kind of deal to Mr. Cosby that his testimony would not be used in a criminal matter. Um, so Mr. Cosby admitted, spoke, freely. spoke freely, admitted to drugging women with the intent to have sex with them uh, without their consent. Then when it came up for trial in 2018, I believe it was, his testimony was admitted into court. That's where uh, Mr. Cosby disputed the testimony, as well as the prosecution's admission of multiple accusers who said Cosby did this to them, but because of the statute of limitations, they were not able to, to sue or uh, criminally prosecute him for those actions, uh, but they were character-type witnesses. He appealed his sentence, and the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, thank you so much, Pennsylvania, said that this man who admittedly uh, had drugged women to sexually assault them was unfairly tried and therefore overturned his case, released him immediately, and made it clear that he could not be tried again. So, like, what is it called? Double jeopardy? Uh-huh. God damn this country. It's these types of things that drive me fucking crazy, bro. They drive me fucking crazy. There has long been a saying that, and this goes back before OJ, that in Hollywood, you don't go to jail for killing your wife. You pay a fee. OJ killed his wife. He didn't go to jail. All he did was have to pay, I think it was $30 million. I don't think he's paid it. Oh, no, because he's, he's dodged that. But, yeah, because um, they can't touch his pension. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of things that they can't touch. But, see, I think they should touch his pension. Fuck that. Robert Blake. Robert Blake was seen at a restaurant in a booth the night his wife was shot. In that booth that he was seen at, he left the gun that he killed his wife with and went back later to go get it. Allegedly. And Bill Cosby has been known to have um, drugged and raped women for years. And apparently, he is now free. Insane, bro. It's, it's fucking 
insane to me. So on a technicality, a man, a man by his own admission, drugged and raped women, and is now free. Two years he served of his ten. Two years. Even ten, I feel like is ten's uh, light. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Is he going to get off? Hey, now. <laughs> he sure did. Um, Harvey Weinstein might get off because of this whole technicality, too, because there was a lot of witnesses that showed up that didn't, that were like character. Same thing as Bill. But the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania made it very clear that it had nothing to do with the witnesses. It was more the fact that some district attorney. Essentially gave him like. What is it called? Am anim amnesty. Amnesty? Oh, but here's the thing. Huh. Here's the thing. I'm an idiot. We can't validate it. There's no proof that this previous district attorney did that. Why? What do you mean? How could you not prove uh, it? There's like, there's no contract. There's no... So how do they... It was a district, a different district attorney that tried him in 2018. Is he no longer alive to like... I don't know how that works. I think he probably got elected out or something. Hmm. Either way, the point is, this is crazy. It's, it's crazy that Bill Cosby... You could say Bill Clinton, too. Bill Cosby is a guy who drugged and raped women and two years into a 10-year sentence off of a technicality was released. I don't know. Uh, am I over like what are what are your thoughts on? Well, where are you going? <laughs> um, I do think that our legal system has issues, and <laughs> the problem is these issues are only come they only get brought to light by lawyers or people in power that have money. It's very similar to that. You're not ugly, you're just broke. Like like mantra, like you know, like the whole Kardashian thing, like, oh, oh it's not it's not that you're ugly, you're just broke. Like you don't have enough money to make yourself beautiful. Yeah. Well, it's not that you did or didn't commit a crime. It's that you got arrested for it and you don't have enough money to get a lawyer to get you off of that crime. Justice is for sale is what you're saying. Yes. This bothers me so much. What's scary to me is that I almost feel like because he's black, we can't say shit about it. Which is fucked up in its own right. But I thought justice was colorblind. And I don't care what color you are. When you're drugging women just for the purpose of taking advantage of them, you, you don't have a color. You're just evil. And I guess I should preface that. Unless the ladies choose to. What do because, you mean? because there are some ladies out there who are like with their husbands, like, go ahead and roof it. Like, if you want to allow it to happen that's your choice you know what i mean like 
there's a lot of women who are out there who are like, yeah, fuck it. Like, you got roofies, they'll take one with their husband just because. But to take advantage like that, it's that's a that's a whole level of evil. Uh, yeah, I don't care how wholesome his image was. He knew. Uh, fuck him, like. I hope he rotted in jail. I hope. I hope someone just fucking puts a bullet between his eyes. Or even a dick between those butt cheeks. I'm not calling for violence. I'm not saying someone should. I would just enjoy seeing it if it if it did happen. Um, or maybe you're just in that kind of porn. No, that's a, that's not porn. That's a execution. He, he was into a type of porn that you can only get on the dark web. I don't know, man. Like to me. <coughs> Sorry. Rona. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's disgusting. It's disgusting the fact that he got off, dude. Like and I guess got off in more more ways than one. But um Yeah, it, it's it's terrible. Like I can't believe that this guy's gonna be fucking let loose in the world. And like who's to say that he doesn't do this again? You know? Did you see what his TV wife tweeted? Uh, Felicia Rashad? Yeah. Oh, my God. (sighs) Yeah, I did. And I was really disappointed. She was saying that this was like an injustice. Um, (sighs) Look, he did it. The fact that it shouldn't have been admitted into court or whatever, that's a legal issue. He, but he admitted that he did it. Like they have it documented uh, in his testimony that was used. Yeah, in, in civil court. I don't know if it's like <clears throat> word for word done in the deposition. I don't know how it is, but it's been reported that he admitted to it. I understand uh, the legal precedent for what the state of Pennsylvania's Supreme Court did. But would they have done that for just a Joe Schmo? Oh, fuck no. That ain't, like, well, first off, I don't think you or I would be in that situation. But if we were, fuck no, they're not doing it. Like, you have to have money. He's got money. And that's, I think, the thing that bothers me the most. On a side note, not that... I don't know how many hip-hop heads are out there, but I just got a message. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Biz Marquis just passed away. Hmm. So, R.I.P. Biz, Biz Marquis. Dude, I don't... A, a lot of... Uh, like, we're getting to that age where, like, not only, like, friends and family, but, like, people that were, like, influential. Like, I don't know. I know you didn't listen to hip-hop, but, like, we're, like, even, like, if you're listening to, like, uh, you, you know, country music or whatever, like, there are people that are just dying, man. It's fucking. I I mean I knew Bismarck. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I I can't name a song that he did, but. Just a friend. I know the name. Sing it. Uh, sing everyone it. can sing it. Roll. Let me hear you. 
Oh, baby, you. That one. You oh. got what I need. Come on. Everybody knows that song. We should play it for like 30 seconds. I think we're yeah, allowed to R.I.P., man. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt your thought. I apologize. Um, no, but I get what you're saying. Like, fucking Kenny Rogers died last year. Oh, I didn't even know that. You didn't know Kenny Rogers died? No. The fucking gambler? No. Yeah, he died last year. And Was it, was it a poker hand? No, he, uh, you know, it was, it was a warm summer's evening on a, I think it was a train bound for nowhere. Is that a song? Yeah, it's a song we used to sing during poker all the okay. time, remember? I don't remember. I don't, I don't want to sing it because it'll sound awful, but on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. <sighs> yeah, I, listen, it bothers me that there's an injustice that that for as much women's rights advocates have fought and fought and fought the fact that bill cosby is out is a complete an utter joke it's awful man it it's i think it's ridiculous um and i'm not going to say i'm the most like feminist person out there or whatever i'm not the most woke individual but fuck right is right wrong is wrong and this motherfucker should die in prison in prison sorry yeah i, I should have finished that sentence hint hint um <laughs> but that's the way it goes man like it's i see shit like this and it it just it brings me to a point where I realize that the ha there's haves and there's have-nots. And I've always tried to say that there's equality in this nation. And for the most part, I believe that is true. But if you've got money, there's it, it's not a matter of race, sex, national, uh, ethnicity. That's not, what, that's not what divides us. It's money, power, or none. And, um, and Cosby's got money, so he plays by a di completely different set of rules. Like, it is what it is. Sucks, man. But I don't want to fucking talk about him. I hope he dies soon. I hope he fucking rots in hell. Um, what else do we have? Is that... <laughs> Those are the only two things I wrote down. But, bro, you've been gone for like two weeks, so you, you've missed out. What the fuck did you do last week? So we went to Palm Springs uh, Wednesday, Thursday, came back Friday. Um, a couple fortunate things. So who'd you go with? So it was me, Raquel, the kids, Joe, Jason, their kids, and Candace. So five adults, six kids, or five kids, and then one infant. Um, but check this out. So... We were, we were, like, figuring out, like, what we were going to do, like, if we were going to go or not. When we decided we were going to go, Raquel called uh, the kid's father to let them know that we were going to go. Like, you know, it's kind of like courtesy, like, hey, like, we're going to be in Palm Springs. like Co-parenting. Yeah, kind of stuff, right? And he just starts laughing. And she's like, well, what's so funny? He's like, we're going to Palm Springs Monday and Tuesday because he has a Monday, Tuesday. Ha! And she was like, oh, like, you know, at first it was just like all funny, fun and games, whatever. Then then it was kind of like, well, wait, are we going to make the kids drive all the way home 
Just to go all the way Wednesday back? Wednesday to go all the way back. So they had to figure that part out. I am so thankful that he stayed out there for us to get him. Even though we were 30 minutes away from wherever where we were staying to where they were, it's much better than us driving – them driving two hours – us picking them up, chilling for an hour, to go and then back. to go back two hours. So you transferred custody, and and look, it, yeah, that's a that's an awful term. I hate that term, but yeah, they just he, yeah, they you transferred custody in Palm Springs. Yes, yeah. that's fucking that's kind of awesome. Yeah, it honestly like, like it made it made our lives so much easier. It made that's the kind kids of awesome. lives so much easier. But what the funny thing is, they swam on Father's Day, Monday, Tuesday. We got them Thursday and Friday, or Wednesday, Thursday, and they came back right. They are crisp. Dark. They are crisp. A shout-out to to Raquel and their dad for fucking working that shit out in the, on the most basic level. It sounds simple, right? I lost sound on my... Oh, that's my thing. It sounds um, simple, it but sounds it's not. Simple. Let's just be real. It's not. It's not for on, everyone. On, I'm not saying necessarily between them, but just in general, like, with a lot of, you know, co-parenting situations, like, no. It's, it's like, not. I expect to pick them up from this location. Yep. And he could have been a dick about it. Like, no, we're driving all the way back to Pico. There's there are very few people who work their shit out like adults, which is sad. It's a low bar, in my opinion. But like, I know she kind of has worked out a lot of shit with with. Not to put her business out there, but there the kid's father and her have worked through a lot of stuff. I always give my son's mother all the credit in the world for allowing me to take him out of state whenever we have wanted to. Um, whatever we like, whatever is best for our child. My son's mom has done a fantastic job. I'd like to say that she would, she would testify that I also have bent over backwards to make sure that he has a, has had the best possible time with both parents. Um, and I don't think it gets enough credit on, on good parents. We just always hear about the fucking the people yeah, the who have to have. share their kids. Oh, we're transferring them at the police station just because. No, um, the new girlfriend or the new boyfriend has to wait outside or whatever it is. Like I, I realized that my fiance has my son's mom's phone number. Like they have on major occasions, um, text back and forth, like, Hey, send us pictures while you're in Colorado or whatever. It's like, it's, it was nice, dude. Honestly, like it, it made life for so much easier for the kids. Yeah. And uh, isn't that the fucking point, too? Like, mm-hmm. And it was cool because, like, we got, like, a four-bedroom house. Everybody had their own room. The, the kids' room was cool. They had a – so the way it was set up, I guess you could picture, they had two, like, uh, twin beds, like, going against the wall. And in the middle of the twin beds, they had a ladder. That went up to like this long, like it was, you could tell it was like made. They made this long bed 
and and essentially it could sleep three people, like three little kids. Um, so like the two bigger, the older boys slept in the big bed, the two younger boys slept in the top. And you know, it was just it was a cool clubhouse cool clubhouse for them. Yeah. Um, and it was just easy. I mean, I don't want to say inexpensive because it. It could go a little pricey, but it, yeah, that cons- depends on your situation. Considering but. considering that there was five of us, and we all had food all week, or you know, for the two days we were there, we had you know access to a pool. We drank, we had a good time. Like it was cool, man. It it, it was worth the money. Um, I know the kids had a good time. We had bought like we went to Five Below, and I bought like they had like this uh, donut, and it had like a water like a little. It was so simple. Like, it just makes you think, like, oh, my God, like, million-dollar ideas oh. that, like, you can make. So, it's a donut, like, a regular donut, you know what I mean? And there's, like, this hole that, that that's just, like, you know, that's, I don't call welded or whatever, taped around, you know? Yeah. And you just put a water gun in it that comes with it that gets the water from the pool and squirts it. Yeah. Money. It was so money. Um and anyway, but to me, I mean, you know, obviously, like, Scarlett and, and Drew, like, they had a great time, you know, but, like, coming from me and my, like, with my son, like, he got in the pool for the first time. Yeah, I saw that. And so Jason is uh, Joe's fiance, and he, His shoulder's better? Uh, it's still in process, but, like, he's able to, like, uh, drive now. And, Live you know, life. Yeah. He's still going yeah, to yeah, therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be able to do a little more, um, but he's like he, he. I think he grew up at the pool, if I'm not mistaken. But like all of his kids learn how to swim at a really young age. Yeah. yeah. So he asked me like, "Hey, like, like I taught my kids how to swim. Like, is it okay if I? I know Ezra's only three months, but like, can I? Can I? Start, put his head, can I yeah. put his head underwater? Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, like I trust you, dude. Ezra, like this is like those moments where like you're like. I'm proud of my kid. Like, he he fucking put him underwater, and he came up, and yeah, he frantic, yep, scared, obviously, uh-huh. not sure what the fuck just happened. But Raquel said he cried. I didn't see him cry. I didn't see him cry. But whatever, we can say that he cried if you want. But like, I I specifically his face. Yeah, he looked scared as shit. Like yeah. he looked. You mean? But he didn't cry. He float him on his back. Not yet. No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. Just, just kind of held him in the water. Like that was his first time in the water. Like, I, yeah, um, they did hold him. Actually, like, no, it's not. Well, he spent nine back. months in water. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, they did put him on his back to like try to make him float, but like he wasn't. He wasn't it. having that. He wasn't yeah. having it. Um, That's the. Key. It was cool though, man. It was super. It's cool. weird, huh? It, like well, that moment of like, not that moment that your child is in danger is a real feeling. It's it's different. It's a very different feeling. It's like it was danger, but like it was like organized danger. It's enough to know that you would literally rip a man's skull. And I'm not saying Jason. I know what you mean. You would literally rip a man's skull in half to protect your child. Like there's those natural instincts that come out. And, and maybe not for everyone, but I remember the first time my child was put in, like, a situation I thought, oh, shit, his life is in danger. Not that I was going to go after the person because 
I knew that that was going to end at very worst in my child screaming and crying. But that emotion, you know, given the right situation, oh, I could take someone's life and I could do it with my bare hands. I could, if I caught somebody trying to physically hurt my child in an evil way, I would have no problem watching them take their last breath at my hands. It kind of feels good. <laughs> I don't know if you would agree. Maybe I mean, disagree, I guess it but... wasn't to that extreme, but it was definitely like, it was nerve wracking, but it was also like exciting to like, you know, to see him fill water. And I kind of like, uh, like, you know, it was all new to him. Yeah. Um, Wait till he's able to walk. Dude, he's already pulling himself up. And the, the reason I say that is because there is a trust. And I've completely lost it with my son, by the way. It, it, he's, he he's 10. He does not trust me for shit. But when he was like two and he was walking, he was like, Dad, I trust you. That fool would jump into a pool, no floaties or whatever, because Dad was there. You were going to catch him or save save him. Exactly. Now my son is so fucking cynical. He's just like, Bubba, do you you want a piece of candy? Why? Do you want a piece of candy? Are you going to punch me? Are you going to hurt? Like, motherfucker. What do I got to do to get this candy? Do you want candy? Yeah. Here. There's no no strings attached? No. Just eat the fucking candy. But when he was two, oh, that motherfucker would jump through fire because... Dad protected him. We talked off air about how there's that connection with mom. And ladies, trust me, a man knows, a man knows that their son has a connection. Son or daughter? I don't know. I've never raised a daughter. I can't speak I would say to that. kid. I would say child. I, would, I, I mean, I Possibly. don't know either. But. I don't know. I've never raised a daughter, so I, I don't want to speak out of turn. I know my son. There's a connection with him and his mom. It is a, it is, from what I understand, a son bomb thing. I don't know. But when it comes to ghosts, protection, crackheads, security like th- there are certain things fucking blood there there's not a replacement for dad at least from my experience and my son I'll, I'll give you an, an anecdote we were hanging out at a uh, one of our friends dad's house we used to play poker there once in a while but this was on like a saturday night there's a few of us there, and we were in our mid-twenties, and the next-door neighbor was talking to aliens. It sounded like demon possession, and there was one, two, three, four, a minimum of four guys there. I want to say it was probably four girls. I didn't feel safe until our friend's dad came out and then 
I noticed that there was a significant change in my feeling. <laughs> At 25, I was like, there's a dad here. There's a dad here. I feel better. I'm safe. Physically, I don't know that he could have done more than his son or sons who were both there. But there's just something about a dad's presence, and I know that's with my kid. I hope it's with your kid. I believe fully that it will be there. That's not, and ladies, this is not to take away any type of. Well, the reason why this started is because I, I said he loves his mom. Loves his mom. He oh. loves, I mean, he loves me, hmm? but he loves his mom. And I know that could sound a little haterish or whatever. And to, and to an extent, it may be just because you want your kid to look at you the same way he looks at the other, you know, the other parent or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's just funny to see him. Like, he he knows my voice. So, like, if I were to be – if he were to, like, be going to sleep and I'm – like, maybe I went to get some E and I'm, I came home or whatever and I'm talking, like, he fucking perks up, right? Yep. Like, because he wants to look for me. But, like, the way he just looks at his mom and he's just, like, you know, he talks to her and, like, you know. It's a comfort. Yeah. And, look, the truth is this podcast is called If I Said It, I Meant It. And we're going to say it. We're not taking – we're not devaluing moms or dads. Well, the thing is, like, you, you, can't, you, you can't say – yeah, you can't – now in the world we live in, you can't be, like – you know, I want to go left, but that is no offense to right. I just, I just rather go left. Like you can't say something like that without offending somebody. You know what? And if we offend, if I look, I can, I'm not going to speak for you. If I offend somebody, I'm sorry you're offended. That's not my fault though. Like that's nope, my intention. That's my, that, yeah. that's my point. Yeah. Like I'm sorry you're offended. I believe that more than half of this world will agree with. Well, and and I shouldn't say that, but people's opinions that you would value because there's trolls who are just going to fucking be assholes. I think that's the key opinions that you value opinions that you value are going to agree with Richard and I, there's a difference Uh, as, as a boy, there's a comfort to a mom. And and I'll, I'll just speak for me on this aspect. There's a comfort to, as a boy, there was a comfort to a mom. There's a, uh, a, a security blanket of, comfort but if shit hit the fan i went to my dad if i was scared that monsters were gonna come like i wasn't asking for my mom it was dad and colt colt 45 and dad like not the malt liquor nope come on colt 45 and my dad like even now i look at my dad i know if we got in a fight i could take my dad it's not about that though but it's not about that. There's a there's a aura that it's like that's my dad. Like he is steady. He's a rock. He's not comfort, but he's sturdy. And it's not this. It's not a hundred percent, but that's the way it is for a lot of boys. Whereas it's kind of the opposite, from my understanding, with a lot of girls. A lot of girls are. Daddy's girls, they run to their dad for the feel good. But mom gets shit done. Again, it's not across the board, but that's just what I have observed from the opposite genitals. Um, 
And as two dads sitting here, look, I have told my son, I'm here. Like, I'm here. And he's told me, like, Dad, there's... And we had it the other day. There was a a fucking crackhead walking down the street. Thank you very much, California, and doing a billion dollars, dog. L.A. County spending a billion dollars on the homeless population. And I promise you it ain't going to get fixed. Anyway, crackhead's walking down the street. Coming down, my son is just, he's behind my truck, hiding, scared, looking at me. This crackhead's just screaming her shit, talking to, doing, saying crackhead things, talking to crackhead people, whatever. I am just like, not phased by it. And the entire time, my son's looking at me because dad's got to keep us safe. Not saying that moms can't, but there's just a feeling. Ladies, if I'm wrong, please, by all means, we'd love to have you on the show. We'd love to hear a, let's say, a single mom's point of view. Um, this is just what I have observed as a co-parenting dad. Richard is kind of in a different situation but you're also... But I think everything is co-parenting. Let's just be real. Like, yeah. Like, because whether you guys are under the same roof, I, I, I think that's where the obstacle lies is you guys aren't under the same roof. <laughs> but, like, the truth is, like, you, your parenting style, regardless whether you were still with your ex or not, like, you're still co-parenting. Like, there are certain ideologies that I have for Ezra growing as he gets older that Raquel is not okay board, with. Yeah, yeah she's, you know, she's not... And, and that's okay. Like, you know, like you, you, you're going to have your arguments, you're going to have your discussions, you're going to have disagreements. It's the, the, the key ingredient for me is we both want the same outcome, which is you want your kid to be a good human being and a productive uh, person. And, 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 yeah, in society, right? How he gets there can be discussed till the end of time, right? But as long as we both have the same outcome, the yeah. journey may be difficult, but it'll be worth it. Like you know, what I, mean? I don't know. Like if I'm making sense, but like yeah, yeah. Um, Look, we both want to get this, get to this, the land of Oz, Dorothy, and the fucking Wizard of Oz. You might say go down the yellow brick road. I may say go down the red brick road, whatever. The point is we want to get to the same place. And if we have to walk halfway on the yellow brick, halfway on the red brick, and jump back and forth, well, whatever is going to get us where we need to be, that's maturity. There are plenty of people who take their own feelings and emotions and inject them into the situation. And that's where the child, the, the kids suffer. They always do. Look, if you're not, if, if there's other shit getting in the way, your kids are suffering for it. I understand why he burned you, she burned you, she doesn't do enough, he doesn't do enough, that's fine. But you know what? If you want to play this for that your kids are going to suffer for it 
Um, and I've, I'm not in, not for my son, obviously not for yours, but I'm watching it play out. And it, to me, it's, it's really sad because it's the kids. Kids are smarter than you think. And when they know that mom will let me do X, Y, and Z because it pisses off dad and dad lets me do X, Y, and Z. And I can say, mom lets me do this, whether true or not. Dad lets me do this. And they're just fucking running rampant. From the outside, I see it and I just, it's not, I don't see it ending well. So I'm interested on what, what the first thing I'm going to have to discipline my son in. And I feel like it's going to be pretty young because I feel like I need to set like a precedence. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I and mean, we could discuss this right now. Like, but like, cause Raquel made a comment. I don't know if it was today or yesterday to the baby. Like she, you know, we're always talking to him. Yeah. Like, you, you know, obviously. And I've heard you talk as an adult and I, I appreciate the man to man conversation you have with your son. It's oh, something I, I have. A, I don't do the. Oh, the baby. T- I don't do the baby. T- no, never I, did. He'll he'll like. I don't know. Put his hand in his face. I'm like, hey, and he'd be crying. Why are you crying? I'm trying to feed you. Your hands in your face. And Raquel's always like, like, don't yell at my son. She's joking. Yeah, yeah and I'm yeah, not yeah. yelling at him. I'm my voice just just sounds more angrier than what it is. You've got a low voice. So do I. Yeah. So I I I I, I say things like that, right? Like, hey, like you want me to feed you. Move your hand. Yep. Like, your hand's in your face. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm not going to move. Like, you know, I'm not going to, like, tie your hand down. Anyway, but she made a comment to him. Like, she was talking to him. And she was like, ooh, I don't know how you're going to react the first day we tell you no. Mm. And I thought of that. Like, shit. Like, because, like, right now, like, I could tell him no. He doesn't. I mean, he may not know what that yeah, means. Yeah, he, he's just here sound. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but when he finally under, he puts he correlates the word no to something, how is that gonna fucking be perceived? You know, um, are you okay with let, let's cut a, a little bit early? Okay, but let's cut this off real quick because um, we kind of covered a lot of Cosby, but mostly kid. We'll come back in five minutes. I'm curious about this discipline. This might take us down a rabbit hole, but okay. I want to hear what your opinions are. Okay, folks, we'll be right back. Give us five minutes. <laughs> And we're back. And we're live. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Man, Rich, I got to, if, if I don't compliment you on anything else in this life, I have to compliment you on the fact that you can hold your piss like a fucking camel, man. Oh, so I had texted you earlier today that, uh, I, I don't know, I, I guess I'm coming off a cold. I don't, I don't know what I had. I didn't have, it wasn't the Rona. Uh, Even if it was, look, listen to our podcast a couple weeks ago with Jason. Fuck the. It just, fuck I'm me. just saying, it just, it wasn't the Rona. Um, it, it was literally just phlegm, like you know what I mean. Like it's like when I coughed, it hurt, and like not even really a runny nose, honestly. Um, but I, I had to let you know. I let you know before, oh, you know, yeah. as as courtesy kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Not, yeah. Dude, I've been drinking so much water. Like, I think my body was so dehydrated that I haven't even had to take a piss. That's possible. And that might have been part of it. I think that's what's going on. Because 
up to today, like I haven't, I mean, I haven't drank alcohol since last Thursday. Um, so almost a whole week. And I just think From I'm Palm so dehydrated. Springs, I've been right? fucking, I've been drinking water like, like, like I don't normally drink it. Cause one, I, 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 I mean, I think you talk about this, but I, I start my new job on Tuesday. So I didn't want to be sick for that. Right. You know? So I wanted to make sure that I was fucking pumping myself with vitamin C. Wait, fucking. you start, well, you start your new job Tuesday. Yes. Not yesterday. No, Tuesday coming up. Coming after up. After 4th of July. Um, That's going to be a fun conversation next week. Yeah. So I just, I just wanted to make sure that like, I was good and healthy. You know what I mean? I didn't want to like take any, any more time because I was sick. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I haven't, I, I honestly don't even feel like I have to take a piss. Like, but now that you say this, I feel a little tingle in my balls. I'm glad that my voice can bring a little tingle to your balls. And now this transition to my son, I guess that's what's going to happen This now? is going to be rough. Yeah, this is a rough transmit transition. Um, which, when you're talking about sons, <laughs> my son actually told me the other day. He goes, Dad, I'm a boy. It's like, okay. He's like, I don't want to be a girl. And he looked at Yvette, and he goes, no offense, Yvette, but I don't want to be a girl. I was like, okay. What was at least you know, we had a long conversation about uh, my son's ten. By the Is way, he going folks, through that phase already. No, we had a long conversation about transgender, Caitlyn Jenner, and athletes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It was kind of one of those things I, I we talked about off air where I got very emotional about protecting our women, our ladies, our young girls, whoever it might be with regard to transgender athletes and folks, if you're interested, come on the show, we'll have a conversation about it. Um, but we were talking before the break about your son. See, the transition's easier like that. Much better. And <clears throat> how you will, uh, no, how, not how your son will transition, but <laughs> how you will address discipline down the road. So your son is under six months old. Clearly at this point, there's nothing to discipline. But how are you planning to approach it? Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I guess when that time comes, I'll have a better idea. But, like, in my mind, like, if no means no, and... Ladies... Yeah, don't mean don't no does mean no in, that, in those aspects. That's a different issue. Um, but we will teach our sons that no means no. Why well, definitely like I? So I, I I've thought about so not, the big... not, not the actual parameters of what I want to do to discipline him. Like in detail, I haven't thought about it, but like I do know like. I want to make sure he understands there are rules. I'm the adult. You're the son. You don't dictate yeah. what goes on on a daily basis. You have a say, and I will listen to that. But it doesn't mean just because you say you want to do something means that that's going to be done. Um, but, like, I don't know. I, I guess, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm, like, every parent. Like, you have all these ideas. Yeah. And then... And then you kind of get thrown in the deep end, and it's like, oh, shit, your son's talking back to you at fucking one years old. What do you do? Like, you know? 
Um, big question, and feel free to say I decline to answer. Oh yeah, I'm totally corporal punishment. Do you plan on spanking? Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. So, <clears throat> I made a decision, and, and folks, if you want to use this as Kevin's parental advice, you can. If you want to disregard it, please feel free to. It's your fucking kid. I don't get a tax write-off for your kid. You don't get a tax write-off for mine. So, And you're not there every day. You raise your kid how you want. I'll raise mine how I want until one of them is such a shithead that it involves you or I. Yeah, we're good. I was given a piece of advice, and I took it and ran with it. For my son... Unless there was direct disobedience, I never spanked my son. However, when I told him, don't do this, and he did it anyway, I spanked him. In doing that a few times, I spanked him a few times before he was, you know, up until the point he was like six years old. I want to say I probably had to give him a spanking around seven or eight, maybe six or seven. Somewhere I, I can't even tell you. It's the probably last spread time. out so much that it's not even a big deal. Yeah, it's I get it. been my son's ten, and it's been years. I've been in our current place for two years, and I've never spanked him where we live now. So it was before he was eight years old. I don't know. But what I will tell you, I don't know that this will work for everybody, but my son is very concerned about making sure he lives up to the standards that he's expected to live up to. I don't know that it's an overbearing, crushing way, but he knows right from wrong. He knows that there are certain people who are in charge. I have no problem sending my son with other people and him behaving. He's going to be a kid. He's, he's, Yvette has told me that when I don't go to her mom's house, he's different. He's a little bit more rambunctious. He's a little bit more wild. He's yeah. a little bit what more. Is it, the, the cat's way, the mice play. Yeah, he's I a mean, little bit as he should. But I, but I've asked her. Look, I'm not going to bring this up to him, and I've told him, I'm like, okay. Is he? A, is it bad? Is he a problem? And it's like, no. But you have to maybe tell him twice, whereas Dad only has to tell him once. And there's a certain amount of, okay, that's okay. I'm okay with it a little bit. If I send him with you, I expect him to listen to your rules. I also kind of expect that you're going to probably have to tell him twice, whereas dad only has to tell him once. Well, the thing is, okay, with with all that, I'm sorry, I'm sure you have a point. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, With all that, like, I was talking to Joe about this. Well, we were all talking about it. It was me, Raquel, Joe, Candace, and out and Jason. Out, yeah, yeah uh, Palm a bunch of parents sitting around. Yeah. yeah, and we were just talking about, like, how kind of, like, where we're at, like, in life, right? And, like, with the kids. And 
one of the things that was brought up was like how you felt about your friends kind of kind of putting their foot down with your kid you know maybe oh like if joe if i was watching joe's kid where the line is right versus if i was watching joe's kid where the line is right yeah and she made a good point and i i agree i feel that you believe you i'm talking about you kevin kevin okay that i would talk to your son the same way i would talk to my son yeah and meaning I want what's best and I do believe I know what's right and wrong. And if I feel your son is doing something wrong, that I have no issue speaking up about it. I would never hit your son. I would never grab your son. I would never do anything physically to him. Yeah. But I may raise my voice because he's doing if he's if it's if it's mandated. We're, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I trust your judgment. Exactly. And that's kind of what she was getting at. Okay. And I was like, I 100% agree because I was like, prior to Ezra, with her kids, if I ever saw them doing something wrong, I didn't even think, hey, yeah, you guys know you're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. Why are you doing it? And, but it, I didn't. I wasn't doing it to be a dick. I wasn't doing it to be malicious. I wasn't doing it to be like, you know, just to be an asshole to these kids. I was doing it because if it was my kid doing that stupid shit. I'd be angry. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. I, I guess yeah. I, I guess the point of all that was just like the people you surround yourself with, the friends you have. Like, I trust their judgment because I would hope that they'd give me that same respect, and I think they would for the most part. You know, I don't think I've ever heard any of our friends say, "Hey, don't talk to my kid that way." You know, and I I, I could be wrong. I mean, I have I've never really been that person to like. Because our, our friends are usually always around their kids, you know what I mean? But, like, if they were doing something wrong and I said something, the parent would have my back and be like, what are you doing? He told you not to do that. You know what I mean? I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said you trust the people you surround yourself with. If I didn't trust your parenting skills I wouldn't bring my son around you. If I don't trust uh, your decision-making, or if you don't trust mine, then don't leave your kids with me. First off, I'm happy not watching your kids. And I'll give you an example. Uh, My future nephew, whatever you want to call him, he's a little over a year. We've been watching him on Friday nights. My fiance's using, she's taking a leak or whatever she's doing in the bathroom, whatever girls do in the bathroom, God only knows. I'm watching this kid playing with him. I stand him up, I step back to take a picture, and this kid falls over backwards. Bam, he hits the ground, he starts crying. She comes running out of the restroom. I don't know if she wiped her coochie or not, but she comes running out. What happened? Da 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 da, blah blah. And I said, You don't trust that I've raised a child you don't trust that I've raised a child that has fallen that's gotten banged up that's cried like he fell over backwards he hit his head what I was told my mother's motto with me was babies were made to bounce 
and as graphic as that sounds, the truth is, is that babies were made. Yeah, we're not we're not talking dust. about dropping you fifty feet, but fo- dropping from a couch, a standing position. I mean, only, ma- many kids right? have fallen over from a bed. I, like, <laughs> look, I know it sounds funny. Babies were made to bounce. If I fell over, I would get hurt. If you fell over, you would get hurt. If Ezra falls over, his body is flexible. He'll get hurt, but it's not going to be... He won't get hurt. It will startle him. Look, you drop him from seven feet up on concrete, he's going to, like, common sense. But if he rolls off of a low-seated couch, he's going to be fine. If, if I watched Ezra and, and he came home with a scratch on his head, it's probably because Kevin was, Uncle Kevin was playing a little rough and he got scratched up. With that same child that fell over backwards and is crying, I walk in to a room and he makes eye contact with me. He immediately knows, like, Uncle Kevin is going to walk up and punch me. And he laughs incessantly because that's what it is. You got to clarify, jokingly punch him. In a, in a playful... In playful mail. I don't know, people... Yeah, you know what? Take it for what it's worth. Like, look, <laughs> if your kid is that protected that an uncle can't walk up and give him a good punch in the belly with the force that a one-year-old can take, like, don't listen to our show. But I know that if I've watched kids outside of California during the winter, I've watched my nephews and are they my nephews? No, they're not my nephews. They're my cousins. They're my cousins. They're like less than half my age. They started walking out on an an ice covered pond. Now I know that if you live in LA, you have no idea what could happen. The LA river is never, ice but let's explain something you got about 45 seconds in icy water and then you just pass out and once you sink you die once they started walking out i said hey get back over here well no we know it's safe i said look you want to do this when your mom and dad are here that's fine i'm not taking responsibility let's go i'm walking away and i left and as you know young teenagers they said okay and they followed me because cousin kevin was leaving what's the point in being here their mom made them come up to me my aunt and made each one of these three kids apologize i'm sorry we didn't listen to you i'm sorry we didn't listen to you i'm sorry we didn't listen i said look you guys know icy ponds more than i do but i didn't feel comfortable and i the only reason is because I'm worried about your life. You fell through. I don't know that I could save you. If your son, and I'm watching him, you know I'm going to protect him with my life. And if there's something that I think could endanger, for the most part, I don't light something on fire. I don't care. You know where the fire extinguisher is? My son was like, hey, can I, can I use a lighter? I said, I don't give a shit. You know where the, light, you know where the, the, the fire extinguisher is? Partially to call his bluff, but do whatever you want to do. If I think you're in danger, I'm jumping in. I would only spank my son when, I, when he was defiant. Take that 
as dad advice for what it's worth. Use it, don't use it. Timeouts, conversation. I know Jason, your, your cousin, has said on air, like he doesn't spank his kids. His kids, I'm sure, I've never met them, but I assume that they're as, whole, as honorable as Jason is. And if that's the case, it worked for him. As a parent, you have to kind of see what, what is going to work for you. I do believe that there are times where you got to spank your kid. I know that there's a lot of people who disagree. Your cousin's one of them. Um, but those aren't my kids. They're his. He did it great. I maybe aren't as good a dad as he is. Maybe I took the Neanderthal way out. That's possible. But if we can both raise our kids to Jason Again, the and I, end goal is the end goal, right? Like, that's all that matters. Yeah. I don't know. I like that's a, I know it gets very sensitive. Well, if you spank your kids, you're going to raise serial killers. That's not true. Like it's just it's just not true. In fact, I think a lot more of our society right now probably should have gotten their asses whooped once or twice. As Mike Tyson said, social media has made you very brave to talk a lot of shit and not get your ass kicked. Maybe our society should have gotten a little bit more warm hand to the butt. One thing I will say, Rich, and this is just dad advice, again, given to me, I used it. One thing I never did, I never spanked my son with my, my own hand. Make jokes what you want. I used an old rice scooper. That was the object of discipline. It was never my own hand. I don't know if that makes a difference. It may mean nothing, but psychologically to me, it hit home for me that I used some, like I used a different object. Maybe it's a belt. Maybe it's a chancla, whatever it might be. There was, I looked at it as like there's that, that layer of separation between me, my action, and the object. I, take that for what it's worth. I don't know. It, I mean, it's definitely something to think about. I know one of the things that, like, has gone over in my head, because my mom would do this to me, is after disciplining me, like, you know, whatever you, whatever I did or whatever Ezra's going to do. And you, you probably deserved it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like, I, I know. I'm I sure. Did. Yeah. I get in trouble, or Ezra gets in trouble, I discipline him, he put him in his room, whatever, right? He cries for fucking 30 minutes, realizes that I'm not going to go in there and let him out. Then he opens the door, Dad, can I come out and play? You know, you know, you know how that, how kids, you know, can I come out and whatever? Yep. So I, I, I think that's the important part for me, is to walk in that room, sit him down and be like, do you know what you did? Like that talk. Like that talk. Like I think that's the powerful part. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I know my mom used to be like, do you know why you're in trouble? Like I need to understand that you know why you're in trouble before you can come out of this room. Yeah. If you don't give me a good enough explanation to where you know why you're in trouble, then you're still in here because you obviously are missing the point. And I don't know if that's the right way to think about it or the wrong way, but I know that 
that stuck with me. It's an important part, whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. It I stuck with, with me. You. It yeah. stuck with oh, me. Yeah. Like that, that conversation after. Um, so I, I definitely want to like focus on that because I mean, even with uh, Scarlet and Drew, like I missed a couple of important discussion pieces on my end and it eats at me a little bit because okay first off they're good kids like they really are like from what i've seen they're good kids yeah. they're very very good kids like, well behaved yeah. and and i i i have no issue bringing them around anybody because i always know they're going to be acting when we went to well, dinner acting right i'm sorry when we went to dinner for that that christmas dinner I was impressed, and that was a couple of years ago. But I was impressed, like for for something that they had zero interest in. Plus, meeting new people. They, I, I, that's exactly how I would want my child. And what's to funny act. about that? Not not about them, but like what, what I think about is my mom used to always tell us, and at a pretty young age, like look at however you act at home. Is one thing. In front of people, you're gonna you're you're gonna be in better. Yep. Like, and it stuck with me because it's like that might be kind of like where I got like my whole like schooling like thought process was like I just have to do enough, just do enough to not get her upset. You know, good, bad, or indifferent. But like the truth is like me and my brother, I would hear it all the time when we were younger. Such good kids. You can, oh, yeah. They, you know? And I remember I, the, the story that sticks out in my mind with, with RJ is um, it was the last get-together I had at my house before I sold it. You brought him over. He was the only kid there at the time, right? Yeah, for a few hours till Joe's, yeah. Joe's kids got yeah. And, you know, I put on a Marvel movie or whatever. I don't know. And he came up to me. He was like, can I get some chips or whatever? And I said, RJ, you don't have to ask me for anything. This is my house. I understand he's your dad. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I understand you have to follow his rules. But whatever's in this cabinet and whatever's in this fridge that is kid-friendly, you can have. You have the green light to yes. this door and this door. He still asked Yvette if he could have something. Mm -hmm. And I was like... And it's because I don't think I was... I think I was in the garage with the yeah. guy and Yvette was there inside. and he goes... Can I get this? Can I have this? Uncle Richard said I could have this. Yes. Can I have this? And that's when I knew I was like, all right, he's a good kid. Because, like, other kids would have fucking ransacked that fucking. Yeah, I know a lot like, of kids that would have yeah. just been putting shit in their pockets. But, and, and maybe I got there in a method that you may not have utilized on a path that yeah. may not be for you. But the truth is, is. And I, and I tell my son this on a regular basis. Like, I'm proud of you. I'm not trying to raise a, a weak child or a weak man who always needs the approval of someone else. But the truth is, is I'm proud of my son. He may screw up. He may do things wrong. He may get things wrong. But his intention is to do right. Define that how you want his intention is to do right. I know that as Ezra gets older, I will see that with him. Like I he, hope so. He, 
he's probably going to fuck around a lot when he's with Uncle Kevin versus with Dad. He may have, he will have different rules than like RJ had. I may agree or disagree with him, but the truth is, is that at the end of the day, what are you raising, Richard? Are you raising X or are you raising Y? And I don't know, you don't know, someone with 10 kids doesn't know the right thing. And, and I think it does need to be tailored to each child. I don't think there's a set, uh, do this. It's not math. It's not do this and you'll get this. But one, one aspect that I think generations before you and I have missed is truly the understanding of why this is happening. I don't necessarily care as much about how my child, my son, feels about rules. Okay, like, look, you may, it may not be making you happy that there's rules. Like, I think there's a, a softening aspect to having that conversation. Well, how do you feel about these rules? Because the truth is, the world doesn't fucking care how you feel about the laws or whatever it is. They're in place you follow them. Look, you can hate them. Hate them. But you hating them doesn't mean that... And maybe that's it. You can feel whatever you want to feel, but... I'm not letting you play with matches and gasoline for a reason. It can make you feel sad, but I'm not changing the rules because you feel sad. Do you understand why? And I think that was an important part of with my son. Do you understand why I, we have these rules in place? And if you understand why, I think that's 75% of the battle. After that, it's your expectation. My son knows that C's on his, his report card are not okay. Because I don't think my son's average. He knows where he's expected to be. I know he could try harder and get all A's because I've seen it. But what is he comfortable with? He's finding that balance of Americanized Asian. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) But truthfully, I've seen him get all A's. And now he's like, I got a C. He fucking focused. He got rid of that C because he knew he was grounded until he brought it up. And so it's A's and B's. Mostly A's. So I'm fighting myself internally on, like, what my expectations are. So, like, I, I say this jokingly, like, tongue-in-cheek, but I, I was talking to Raquel about this. Like, it's kind it's kind of cool to, like, kind of be put into the kids' lives now, right? Or, you know, the last year. Like with, with Scarlett and, and Drew. Okay. Because I'm kind of able to, like... Practice. Practice. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I don't mean that like it's jokingly. Not, no, but like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. yeah. Kinda, and, and and I'm not saying that I don't take it seriously. It's a that, dry run, kind of. Yeah, you know, there's certain things that I've done and said that Raquel's like, 
yeah, I know you probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. And there are other yeah. things that I've done and said where she's like, thank you for talking to them about that because it's helped her. Yeah. Or just, these are just thoughts that no one's oh. ever brought up to them and they don't, they don't yeah. think about yes. these kind of things, right? You have added to their raisin. And don't get me wrong, even with this practice run or whatever you want to call it, I'm still going to make mistakes with that. Right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so it doesn't yeah. make it easier, but it makes it a little more clear on my part where it's like, okay. Gives you a glimpse into <laughs> into the future. Uh, um, I was just buying time while you called. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but like, I was talking to one of uh, my family members and I was, uh, I was talking about like the whole grades thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what kind of standard I want to set because I truly believe that, like, the school system we're in is to make workers. It's not to make, like, yeah, pe- people that are, are rich don't follow these school parameters, right? Yeah. It, it's to make you a worker. Yes. Uh, 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 an ant. A worker queen. bee. Yeah. A like, worker yeah. bee, not a like, queen bee. Yeah. And so a part of me wants to be like, these are my expectations. And, and you know, not make them so high for the simple fact that it's like, look at, like, I want you to be able to think on your own and, and create your own job or, or create your own destiny, right? But another part of me wants to be like, well, your job is your grades. And I expect you, you know, to reach A, B, and C, or you know what I mean? Not not literally A, B, and C grades, but you know what I mean? Like reach A, B, and C as far as requirements. Checkpoint one, two, and three. Not necessarily to keep a, a roof over your head, but to keep like your cell phone on, to keep Wi-Fi in the house, to keep, you know what I mean? Like like because these things are are luxuries. They're not. Yeah, that is not, true. Uh, they're they're God-given rights, like you know what I mean. Yes, they're not rights, but at this at, in our society, they're they're kind of the the bare minimum. Yes, but here's what I would say, Rich. And I'm fighting myself about that. I really am. From what you have explained about Ezra, he's a pretty advanced kid. I mean, first I, off, he's. Size-wise, advanced. We think he's twenty pounds, dude. Are you serious? Dead serious. Jesus Christ. Scarlet got on a scale. By the way, go ahead. Sorry. Scarlet got on a scale today. She was sixty-one pounds. She got on the, on the scale with him, and she was eighty pounds. God, Scarlet is like she's half the weight of my son. Yeah, Drew's like one twenty-five. Yeah, he's right up there with RJ. RJ's lost. Actually, he's lost a lot of weight recently. We've had. We've been lifting weights and working out and he's like starting to get toned up dad i i'm a little sore in my shoulders like (laughs) good for you son like keep it going like here's what i would say i i have never believed that a child is a product let me put it this way because a child is a product of their environment but their environment is not a limit 
to who they could become. So you are, in essence, a product of your environment. Your parents had you, and they had you into your environment. You're a product of that. That, that is an unarguable fact. You are a product of your environment. Where you go from there, that it, your environment is not a limitation to it. I don't believe Ezra is average, even at three and a half months. I've told my son, you're not average. A C is average. Look, let's be honest, folks. Rich, audience. If you went into class, you just did a half, I mean, put really very little effort into whatever homework was given. You spelled your name right on the paper and you turned it in. You were going to get a C at El Rancho, at Whittier Highs, Lucerne, wherever. If you didn't give a fuck but just did the bare minimum, you were going to get a C. People who got C's at El Rancho, you, me, whoever, could have done better. You're not stupid. Whatever your grade point average is, had you tried? I was going to say, do you want to know what it was? What was it? It was like 1.9. I, I didn't even have a 2.0, and I graduated. I don't believe, you'll never convince me, I'm sorry, you'll never convince me, that had you tried a little harder, you couldn't have gotten a B average. I could have easily fucking you graduated with got- honors. Honestly, I swear to you, I could have. I didn't try. I didn't care. I think, I think a, everybody I care. who's listening goes, you know, if I would have really tried, I probably could have been in honors classes. I was in honors. I would have never been a straight A student. No, I, I, couldn't, I could never be that. But I could have definitely had a 3.5 GPA. I didn't get straight A's. In, now, granted, I was in honors classes, right? I didn't get straight A's in honors classes. I just got B's, which because I was in honors, gave me the extra point, right? So my C in an honors class was a B. That's how a lot of GPAs work. I don't know if they still go that way, but I've told my son, look, dude, I'm sorry. You're not average. Yes, he's in private school. I spend a lot of time working with him. I spend a lot of money buying extracurricular stuff and 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 truth be told you don't need to spend it if you put in a little bit of time you can find little things to do projects with your child to help them advance through school you don't need the money if if you're willing to just put in the work i've just kind of bought some of these like infomercial things that show up do your research you'll find them i've looked at him in the eyes and said you're not average so you give me C's, which are average, that's not okay. I don't believe Ezra's average. If you hold him to better than a C, he'll do it. There may be a class that he just doesn't get. Like, I just, I... Yeah, it's funny. So, so Scarlett is really good at reading. Like, she reads at a better level than Drew. Really? But Drew is really good at math. Mm-hmm. They're the opposite. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so interesting on how, like, that. I mean, I, you know, 
at any point if you guys decide to have a kid or whatever, like to see the dynamic, the the, the differences. You know what I mean like I'm sure it trips Raquel out. Like you know what I mean because Scarlet can read like really well, fly through stuff, remembers it. Really it's like, well. I can tell you about that. But you put a fucking math problem in front of her. She looks She's so like, confused. Fuck this. So confused. But and, and see, I, I, I side with Drew. Bro, you want to give me a math problem like a trigonometry? I know a lot of triangle formulas still from trig from high school. I am a math, and maybe it's because. Mm-hmm because I'm Asian, it sucks to read. I don't read. Like, if I could buy a book on, on tape, I'll listen to a book. But to sit down, and I, I'm trying to get my amateur ham radio license. Nerdy, I know. But I'm reading this, like, 300-page book. I'm fucking dying. Because I just skipped, I start skipping words, and it's like, I'm not even really understanding. I start falling asleep. Like, it, it's just not my thing. So I look at Scarlett, and I'm jealous because I know people who read through books, boom, two books a day, three books a day. They're able to go through 200 pages. I can't do it. But you put a video, like a, a Nat Geo video about the ocean in front of me, I remember shit from when I was like 10. But don't ask me to read it. I know RJ, he's... He can read it. I don't know if he just gets nervous in front of me. See, bro, reading out loud is stupid. Yeah, I, I still make him do it just so I know he's reading. No, That's I get it. Like he's but like reading out loud is stupid. He'll he'll have his book and he'll be like, and I go, hey, what was on the last page you just read? Oh, uh, Dad, I forgot. Yeah, because you're not fucking reading it. I make him read out loud just so I know he's going through it. He's, he, he learns differently. We've done a lot of like science projects together. I see him making that correlation. But the point is, is I don't see him as average. I don't see Ezra as average. And to be honest, most kids, you included, you're not average. But no one held you. And, and this is, a, I, I apologize <coughs> if this sounds like a slight against you or your environment, but no one held you to a standard above average. It was okay. And since it was okay, you did okay. Mm -hmm. my, I know my family was like, you're not average. Don't fucking come with C's. And I didn't because I would get in trouble. I don't know what that means. I'll be honest. I know there are some kids that just, there's a learning issue. Um, there's dyslexia, whatever it might be like that. Those are separate issues. I just think a lot more kids, if they were held to a specific standard, you'd be surprised how many kids would, would meet, yeah. meet that standard. Because essentially I met the standard that was put in front of me. Like, I mean, um, and that's not, I'm, I'm trying, I'm not talking shit about your mom or no, anything like look that. It, but my mom was a single mom raising two kids, working multiple jobs. Doing what she could. Extended probably beyond. She, she, she gave us our parameters. We met them. 
had she made the parameters higher, I'm not saying we would have met them, but I who's think... going to hold us accountable to that? Yeah. She wasn't there because she was working. That's not slighted her. She was trying to fucking put food on the table. You I, could have, though. I, I think you could have. Yeah, I, I easily probably could and have. And Cy, as stupid as he is, I think he probably could have, too. I, I do think that... Um, Come work our soundboard, Cy. <laughs> Fix our shit. I do think that <laughs> it is definitely something that's going to be tossed and turned in my head until that day comes where he actually does go to school. Um, and I'm not sure which route I want to go. Like I, you know what I mean? I, I part of me wants to be like, look at when you're in school, school is your job. These are the expectations that I have of you going to school. These are the bare minimums. And I don't feel like that's wrong. I just don't want him to be a worker. Like I want him to be a free thinker and that's like a very fine line. Like I really believe it is. Like I think you can I I don't know. But just like you don't know happiness without sorrow. Yeah. You don't know um bounty without want meaning you, you don't uh you don't know what it is to have a lot of something without knowing what it is to have nothing. I think our kids, while they may be being trained to be worker bees, without knowing the monotony of being a worker bee, without knowing that, there's no realization that there could be something better. I don't know if that's right. Like I said, I don't know if that's right or wrong. There's going to be plenty of mistakes that I make going forward, and I'm oh, okay with that. Dude. I, I just... Dude. It's... um. I could write a book on all of the mistakes I've made, and I think if you're a parent out there, if you can't think of at least three right off the top of your head, you're probably a little delusional. Another, another conversation that I was having with uh, one of my family members, and I'm not saying that my mom didn't do this, because she did but like I want to make sure my son knows that like that no matter what happens good bad like that he knows that like he's loved like you know and I and I, I don't mean to be all sentimental but like I do think that a lot of whatever issues kids have in these school shootings yeah. and you know cyberbullying or whatever it is like I don't know if they're being told enough that somebody loves them you know like I I, I agree and like to couple that with because I you know I'm gonna I, you know Drew keeps asking me like oh what sports is he gonna play like I don't know why he keeps asking me that but Drew asked about himself no about about Ezra, Ezra. Like, what sports are you gonna put him in and I, we've talked about this on air. Like, I want to put him in as much as possible. You know, team sports, individual sports. Like, I want to, I want him to experience. If nothing his, else, physically, it helps the muscles develop to try different yeah. things. If your but child also the, is only also in the mind, though, too. I agree. Yes, yes. You talk about mind. I talk about physicality. If your child is a pitcher and you only put him in baseball and he only pitches, 
I don't think that's healthy for his body. No, especially at such a young age. You're talking mind as far as team sports versus individual sports versus. I was I was and, talking and to Brody about this. Like I, I was, agree. I was like, you know, I don't want to step in. I don't want to coach any of his teams. I you know I say that now. Obviously, when the time comes, it yeah. may be different. Oof. But but the thing is like. Like, one, I want him to understand, like, if you make an agreement to play this game for the season, there's no quitting. James Harden. You fucking hate it. You, you, you don't like the coach. You don't play. Paul George. Whatever the fuck the reason is, you will continue that season. Live out your contract. we will discuss it at the end. Yeah. Secondly, I expect you Try your hardest. Yeah. Every day. Practice games. And at the end of the game, tournament, wrestling match, whatever it is, track me. You look at me, win or lose, and you can say, I gave it everything I got. I tried. I'm okay with that. It doesn't matter whether you win. The point is, you need to focus all your energy and compete and whatever comes of it comes of it rj went two and eight in his basketball team uh-huh and he was like dad we lost all kinds of games like i said i don't care i don't give a shit whether you won or lost and and and, and i try and not cuss in front of him except when i cuss i'm gonna i know i'm gonna be cussing in front of myself i, I just i try and do it so it means something i told him i don't give a shit whether you won or lost the team might suck. That's team sports. That team was better. They had kids that played basketball for three or four years. You had a team full of people who Never were played. new. Yeah. How far have you come? You couldn't dribble a basketball. Now you're rebounding and fucking cover. You know, like he rebounded one time, got the ball and covered up, bent down, put his ass out, like covered yeah. up the ball. I was like, who the fuck do you think you are, Draymond? Like... I didn't teach you that. You learned that. You've come a long way. I don't care whether, like, truthfully, as a parent, you want to see your child's team win. But I'd rather see him lose. I'd rather see my son lose and be like, all right, like, team motivated. Let's go. Come on. I'd rather see my child be a captain on a losing team whose spirits are high and who's trying, like, let's go, we lost, whatever, then a drone on a team that wins and, and there's, there's no hard time. Put your fucking kids through some hard times. I said it a couple of months, uh, maybe a month or two ago. Hard times make hard men. Hard men make easy times. Easy times make soft men, and soft men make hard times. Adversity is good. Failing is I've told my son, look, I know if you tried your hardest and you failed the class, I'd probably be okay with it. But I know that a lot of these classes where I've seen C's, he, he hasn't really tried. But in that basketball league on the team, he was trying. He showed up. He was like, that kid's a 
fucking, well, he didn't say fucking, but that kid doesn't pass the ball. That kid just takes it. He, he just shoots. It's all about him. Like, he recognized that there were these kids that never, that the, the ball died with them. And here he is. He's looking for a pass. He's passing. He takes the ball. It was hard to get him to shoot because he was always looking for the pass. He was fighting for the rebound. He, he was doing the dirty work. He was doing what, and, and he is a Draymond. Like, I, I know if he ever went pro, he would be Draymond. But the point is, is that I'd rather see him deal with a bunch of losses and grow as a person than not grow as a person and just think that everything is. Well, it's like win. that saying, like, when people are like, oh, my God, I hit rock bottom. And it's like, well, if you hit rock bottom, then there's only one way to go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. I get I think, that. I, I, I yeah. get that. I mean, I, I, I do think that, like, too much is put on youth sports. I feel bad for some of these kids that yeah. get, you know, put through the ringer just because their team isn't winning or whatever. Now, I don't want it to be all kumbaya. I'm not trying to, like, be like, oh, everybody gets a trophy. I think it's at a, up to a certain point, everyone should just learn. Whatever, I, I don't know what age that is. Yeah, you're right. Because these coaches take shit way too seriously. And Look, my kid's six years old, and you're trying to teach him to, like, be the fucking champion. Winning's all that matters. No, like, fundamentals means more than winning to a six-year-old. How about just not getting hurt? Like, form tackling. Again, football form tackling is fucking important. I'd rather see that than... Yeah, we, we won every game. Yeah, really? Because my kid got hurt three times. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I do think that at some point kids need to learn winning and losing. But I don't necessarily know that that's like five or six years old. Well, I'm going to put him in wrestling and jujitsu, so he'll learn what winning and losing is. But wait, 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 wait. wait. I, know, I, know yes. I, know, I know what you're getting at. I know what you're getting at. And, and if you're going to do jujitsu and wrestling – what he's also going to learn is that even by losing, he's going to be fighting people that are better than him. Uh, let's say jujitsu, he's going to be fighting people that are at a higher belt. And there is the progressive growth belt class over and over and over again, which it's a little different. And I would say that the coaching is a lot different because it's a lot about what you did not the outcome how did you do okay so you're a brand new at wrestling you're going to wrestle somebody who's a four-year pro and he's going to work he's supposed to whoop your ass we expect you to last 30 seconds but you lasted two rounds good job sorry i just want to post or i just want to comment um bismarcky apparently is not dead the fuck that somebody, I don't know, false reports he is in the hospital. He will probably die soon. Uh, maybe, but... Hopefully not. Bismarcky, hope you live a long, long time. Yes, but on that note, I say... Uh, it's good to see you again, bro. Yeah, until next week. Peace. Later, guys.